Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Friday, December 9th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be talking about Mark Hughes' recent article about the DCEU, as well as a powerless premiere date. So first up is that Mark Hughes article. Um, essentially, what he does is lay out sort of the worst, talks about the recent news uh, with the Flash director and the Aquaman movie, as well as sort of talk about the worst case scenario for the DC. Um, what do you think of this article, Zach? Uh, if what he describes is the absolute worst thing that could happen, um, I'm probably okay with that. <laughs> right. Uh, for a worst case worst scenario, case, it's yeah. not so bad. Yeah, it's like 15 awesome movies that I would love to see over the span of what, like five years or something like that. Um, he does, it's a really long article, so there's a lot of stuff to chew on, but he makes a lot of good points, basically, a lot of kind of level-headed comments, at least I think, um, just about, you know, don't expect, these movies aren't going anywhere, or the universe itself is not going anywhere. They've invested way too much time and money and creative efforts into this to just drop it because of a couple bad reviews on some movies. Even if Wonder Woman and Justice League don't get great reviews, they're not going to stop making movies they're just going to go back to their known money makers basically they're going to make batman movies they're going to make superman movies and they're going to make more team up movies right um yeah so this the whole purpose of this article is just with the recent news he wanted to put out the worst case scenario and i think it should calm down dc fans um, yeah so he did talk about something interesting the flash director which he heard that rick famuyiwa wanted to introduce more racial and social themes was sort of the flash cyborg dynamic yeah uh, wb was okay with some of that but they felt it was it sounds like it they felt it was a movie that was just about that rather than being about the flash and you know the the more fun aspects of the character right what do you think of that it it makes sense um i think like I've said a couple times, but of any of the characters that deserves a comedy movie, it would be Flash, and that would be the easiest one to make lighthearted and you know less dark. And that's that's something that DC is good at is having different kinds of tones for different kinds of movies. It's not the same tone for every single movie because the characters are different. Right. Yeah, and I have no problem with including racial and social themes, um, but I think there might be characters other than the Flash that are more suited, you know, other than a Flash solo film, that are more suited to that. It's interesting. Hughes actually kind of suggested maybe Green Lantern core for him because yeah. you've got a diverse cast and maybe you can explore those things a little more. Yeah. Um, he also talked a lot about how he's heard that maybe a Teen Titans film would is something that WB is very interested in. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's I know that's something that fans have been excited about for a long time. I mean, who wouldn't like to see Teen Teen Titans on the big screen. Um, and he talked about, you know, Cyborg possibly either having them show up or even it being almost just a Teen Titans movie with Cyborg in it, um, which makes sense because he's not that great of a known property. Right. Although I think I think Cyborg's character actually works better on the big screen than oh yeah in, in comic books even just because, I mean, it makes so much sense in today's world and the his origin story is actually really cool. But yeah, yeah and Teen Titans... I would expect something eventually, some kind of thing from them. I mean, they've got they that Teen Titans animated series early in the 2000s, 
and they've got Teen Titans Go going on right now. So it is a potential big brand, especially with the youth from yeah. them. I kind of want to see a Cyborg solo film, but I can understand if they decide to turn it into a Teen Titans film. And a lot of people have talked about that before, you know, because Cyborg doesn't really have many known villains or anything like that. It would make sense to team him up with the other Titans. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that the response to him in Justice League uh, is very positive and he ends up getting his own solo movie because I really do like the character of Cyborg. Right. Agreed. So then he, he just goes on to, Hughes goes on to talk about the worst case scenario for everything. So imagine a world where both Wonder Woman and Justice League fail critically and financially. Mm-hmm. And in that case, well, we're already probably going to have, we're, gonna, we're already going to see Wonder Woman, Justice League, Ben Affleck's Batman and Aquaman for sure because they'll be in production by then by the yeah. time those films come out and, and he, he yeah go ahead and I, was, I was just gonna say and he mentioned that Flash really needs to be pushed back which is some I think that'll probably happen and so um like you said Aquaman Batman are definitely would definitely still be coming out because they would have had to have started already right I think there's a good chance Aquaman or excuse me Flash is push back unless there's a the script is dynamite and the director a director comes in who's fully on board right because we're about 16 months out now and from that march date of 2018 so it it would be hard to get it going unless they got started pretty soon here so in that so we'd already get those films though and then if everything failed then they'd still go back to their money makers like batman superman suicide squad which have already been proven big money makers, and then maybe do more of a focus on team-up films. So if things did fail, we would be looking at a situation where maybe Green Lantern, the Green Lantern Corps movie might not be there uh, because it's already had a financial failure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Cyborg would be at risk. And But, you know, for a worst-case scenario, this is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's there are much worse things that could have possibly happened, but it's, like you said, they, there's so much invested in these properties already and that are properties that have proven themselves already that we would still be getting movies with the characters that we love from DC right. in the worst case scenario. Yeah, the worst case scenario is we, we probably wouldn't see some of those fringe characters get their own solo film. Yeah, Booster Gold might get pushed back a little longer. Booster Gold, the Lobo movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those kind of things might suffer from this. But this is a really good article overall. Mark Hughes is one of the best DC writers out there. Um, we've got a link to it in the show notes on Forbes from Forbes. So if you want to check that out, it's definitely worth reading into. Yeah. Uh, did you think his levels for measuring success of Wonder Woman and Justice League were, you know, reasonable? Like he said, if if Wonder Woman doesn't make more than $500 million, it's a failure. And if Justice League doesn't make more than $900 million or a billion, it's a failure. I think I think those are pretty good points. So he said Wonder Woman needs to probably make five hundred million. I think I mentioned four fifty. Yeah. Um, but four five hundred, that sounds about right. Again, this is gonna be in the budget somewhere around one hundred to hundred and twenty million. It's this her first solo film. Expectations shouldn't be too high, although I think there's great potential there and I would yeah. love for it to make big money. Um five hundred million is a fair sort of bottom level for it. Yeah, and I think that's what I what I took from it too. I think that's a lot fairer than some of the other people 
Uh, some other people maybe have been making estimates like if it doesn't make you know eight or nine million nine hundred million then it's a failure and that's like that's a lot to put on a solo wonder woman film yeah the first solo film of a character yeah yeah and then you know with justice league yeah i think it it should aim to do more than batman v superman Um, yeah although you i mean you could argue that batman and superman is a bigger name together than justice league uniting all the characters if it's a if it's even a little bit more well received, I think it should definitely aim to do that. I mean, if this does 700 million, then we're in trouble. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, anything else on that article? No, I think, I think we've covered most of the the main points. So our, uh, our second piece of news, the last piece of news today is uh, that, there is now a premiere date for NBC's new series Powerless, which gets me pretty excited because I'm I'm looking forward to this a lot. Uh, it sounds like something very fun. Uh, it's going to premiere Thursday, February second at eight thirty. Uh, and for people who don't know about Powerless, what is what is Powerless, Tom? Yeah, so basically, um, I imagine they pitched this as some sort of cross between The Office and Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you're going to pitch a comedy, you'd probably want to point out two of the most popular comedies in the last decade or whatever. But okay. it's it's sort of like that. So it's imagine it's set in an office with an insurance company, but they live in the world of DC Comics. Right. So the synopsis from NBC says that in the first comedy series set in the universe of DC Comics, Vanessa Hudgens plays Emily, a spunky young insurance adjuster specializing in regular people coverage against damage caused by the crime-fighting superheroes. But it's when she stands up to one of these larger-than-life figures that she accidentally becomes a cult hero in her own right, even if it's just to her group of lovable, lovable quirky co-workers. Now while she navigates her normal, everyday life against an explosive backdrop, Emily must might just discover that being a hero doesn't always require superpowers. Yeah, and that just sounds that sounds so intriguing, and there's so much room for like a lot of funny, cool stuff uh, in that, I think, um, I love the office. It's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I love DC comics. So if you're going to pitch to me that you can combine those two in some way, I'm, I'm on board. Absolutely. I, and obviously anybody would be fine with it being one of the best comedies of all time, but, uh, I think that's a bit high expectations, but I'm still excited to see what this can oh, be. Oh yeah. And I'm sure yeah. it'll be fun just to see all the nods. If you're expecting a superhero show, then this isn't for you. But if you want to see how real people react to real superheroes, this might be for you. Yeah. Uh, the only only thing that I'm slightly worried about is if you remember, they did a Muppets version of this kind of like it was it was kind of a mockumentary with the Muppets. And I really liked the Muppets and I really liked the office. And I was like, oh, this is going to be really cool. And it was not so great. Um, but that obviously had its own set of problems being like with Muppets and how they were handling adult situations with kids <laughs> characters. It was just kind of weird. It was a well, weird setup to start. I with, have so. not seen that one. So yeah, I guess I, I shouldn't, if, I don't know if I could recommend it. <laughs> uh, so hopefully they, they handle that a little bit differently. Yeah. And they do have a pretty good cast here. A lot of people have been um, in other successful comedies in recent years. So it's a good cast. Yeah. Uh, Bummer is the last piece of news on powerless was that the showrunner, Ben Queen, left. He was also the creator. So I don't know who they... They haven't announced who the showrunner is now, but I'm guessing they've got somebody for... Because they'd have to be shooting now for the rest of the episodes in the season. Right. And if you're looking for good news, it's that the they 
NBC did a handful of midseason replacements, and Powerless is the first one they're going to debut by by a few weeks. So I hope yeah. that means they're highest on it, and hope it does well. But we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.